Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Real grateful for that. You know, it's funny. Man. I remember when I first started out in radio, a lot of my peers laughed at me. Some of it was being mean-spirited. Some of it was just, you know, mocking me. I'm, I'm used to stuff like that. But uh, I uh, had as a special guest on my show, uh, Joel Osteen. And you know something, man, he, he said something that was, I can't remember the scripture. I don't know exactly how it went. Like we were having a long conversation, but the gist of it was don't be upset with where you are now and don't be upset with the small things in your life. Be grateful for the small things and the small position that you have right now because you don't know where that's going. You don't know what that's going to be one day. You don't know what that's going to lead to. And that was very warming to hear it him say that but it also reminded me of when I started in radio how small it was it reminded me of when I started in stand-up making $25 a show it reminds me of not having a home at a period in my life and what God has allowed me to live in now so don't be distraught over your position now and don't be ungrateful or unappreciative for the things you have now because you don't know what that's going to grow into and that's really the gist of that I got from what he was saying. I just wanted to share that with you, that where you are now is so temporary because now, like I've said before, now is a fleeting moment. Right after you finish saying now, that moment that you claimed as now, that's gone. So the where you are now is a very fleeting process. Now, you can change where you are now. And you can change how you feel about where you're at now. And you can change about where you're going by simply changing your mind. It is no different. I'm telling you, folks, the thing that I've learned about successful people is not so much what they do. It's not what they have. The biggest thing I've learned about successful people is how they think. That's the thing that's different. It's how they think. And I'm telling you that you can change the way you think on any subject and start becoming successful towards that starting now. You have to understand that, man. The biggest difference I've noticed between successful people and non-successful people is how they think. I was uh, reading what this guy said that he was taught all wrong about money. He said that his father was very negative about money. He all throughout his life, he heard his father say, you know, people who got money have walked on somebody to get it or cheated somebody to get it. People who have money, money is the root of all evil. Money is money is this. And people who got money, you know, don't deserve it. They've done something wrong to get it. Yada, yada. So he said he grew up the whole time thinking that having money was something was wrong with that. He discovered that it wasn't. Look. You can choose to be successful any way you want to. I've chosen several ways to be successful. I want to be a very, very successful father. I think that's one of the things that's paramount in my life, that I really am working hard right now to become a successful father. Not a successful father in terms of money, 
but a successful father in terms of offering the amount of love and guidance and leadership and the example that my children need to look at. That's what I'm really, really working hard at. Now, I want to be successful as a father, but also I want to be successful as a husband. You know, I want Marjorie to always know that she can count on me, to not have to wonder about me or look for me. You know, I I want her to feel secure in the fact that I, I, I really have gotten it right, that I really am focused on being a good husband to her because it means so much to me. Uh, you know, so I'm working hard on a lot of levels. I'm working hard and trying very strong to be a successful motivator of people. I want to be a sharer of information to people that will uplift others and give others the same things that I've learned through the trials and tribulations of my life, but at the same time share that information and use the power of this microphone to uplift people, you know, not to destroy. My show is not about, oh, guess what so-and-so said, guess what so-and-so did. I don't like mean-spirited things about people, you know. I joke with people who call in, that's another thing. But I don't like destroying people with the power of the microphone. So I'm working very hard on being successful in a lot of areas of my life. Now, also, I do care about being financially successful, too, because my father, one of the gifts he gave me was a very simple gift. He told me a long time ago, he said, son, the best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. And that stuck with me. And this was a hardworking man who was a coal miner who worked construction his entire life. My father didn't have an easy life, man. My father didn't sit behind a microphone. My father didn't come to work and people cheered for him. My father wasn't famous. My father was just a go-get-it dude. Now, he instilled that in me, and I've taken that and applied it to my craft, and I thank God for him for that. But I do try to be financially successful so that I can do some things with it to help some other people. Now, am I um, opposed to having nice things? No. Do I apologize for having nice things? No. And why should I? I work. I work. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not on the radio asking to give me money, you know, so I can go buy a car. I'm I'm working. So I I don't feel how you want to feel. And other people do feel that way about it. But if success in terms of finance is what you're lacking, you can go about the business of doing that. I'm, I'm writing a book and that whole book is about teaching people how to become successful. And, man, I'm breaking it down in a way where everybody can get it, man, because I want the college student to get it. You know, I want the working mom to get it, the single mom to get it, the hardworking father that's been trying to hold his family together can get it, the father that ain't ever got it together and feel that because of that reason he can't be the father he needs to be. I'm writing something, man, to put it into words to let you know that God is a forgiving God and that God is a merciful God. And that God can get you out of any situation you find yourself in. You just can't beat yourself up every time you make a mistake. I make mistakes all the time, man. I just got to remind myself to get up. I ask God for forgiveness. I call on his mercy and his grace. And I get up and I go again. But it's coming, man. And if finance success is what you want, you got to change your mind. You got to start thinking about how to produce it. The first thing you do is you got to ask. You got to ask to have a life and have a life more abundantly. That's a scripture that he comes to you to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. That's a scripture. That ain't a joke. That ain't a theory. That's a fact. 
And the fact that if you don't have a life of abundance, you can get that by asking. Then it starts by believing. And the how-to, don't even worry about that. He takes care of that himself. He'll send the stuff your way. But you got to be willing to put some effort in this thing now. And you can do it. Okay, I know I was a little around the place today, but that's what it was. So, you know, let's go get it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the Steve Harvey Morning Show has begun again by the grace of God. I'm so grateful that he wakes me up in the morning. I want you to share in that joy, man. Don't ever let a day go by without opening it with gratitude because you know what y'all it don't really have to be it really don't there's no guarantees on this thing every day above ground is a blessing man and i'm sure glad i'm above it shirley strawberry mississippi monica junior kia spates the legend nephew tommy and yours truly junior what's on your mind you know unc man um let me ask you something like what? What is your TV viewing habits? Like what shows you watching? You know, what, what, you, what you into now? You know, I'm kind of all over the place because it, it mostly by accident I found. Uh-huh. You know, cause like I'm not real good with the remotes and stuff, and so like I get stuck on the what? show and then get caught up yeah. in it. What's hard about a remote? <laughs> what? Well, Shirley, when your head is filled with other stuff, it yeah. don't oh, leave okay. a lot of room for little stuff. Yeah. Like you know, and then, the yeah, I normally just call somebody and then I do. And I just <laughs> learned that that little thing I got with the microphone on, I could talk it to it. But me and the lady got in an argument yesterday because <laughs> that is not what I said. On the remote? On the remote. I argued with her ass yesterday. I'm sitting up here and I'm still listening. I just said it. <laughs> wow. Then she going to type in things you can say that I can learn. Well, what? <laughs> I'm, not I'm not here to tutor you. Yeah. Other things you can say into the room. I don't want other things. <laughs> I want the thing I see. So, so I was, uh, I got hung up yesterday watching, uh, I got saw this show, uh, Married at First Sight. Yeah, yeah, I watched that show. And you I never, because I've seen, well, I don't watch it, but I got caught up. Let's see, I got hung up on, <laughs> yeah. I watched 90 Day Fiance. I got caught up on that because the little, little dude that looked like a, Oh, uh, a wild boar. 
He was Man. on there. And, and <laughs> the little dude that looked like a wild boy, he yeah. was on there. And I, Talk and about was, Mike. Yeah, he was all over in the Philippines <laughs> trying to find a wife. I knew that wasn't going to work. And then uh, it got kind of crazy for me because I got caught up uh, the other day when watching Married at First Sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I be damn. Uh, Let me yeah. tell you something, man. When that girl came around that corner, uh-huh. I don't care what paperwork I didn't sign. <laughs> I don't know what contract you have my name on. Uh-huh. But I bet you I'm not doing this damn show. Because it's no way I'm man who just came around that damn corner. I wouldn't marry her on first sight, the other sight, last sight. I wouldn't wear, marry her if I didn't have sight. I'm telling you right now, I'm not marrying her ass. This show is over. Well, sir, you signed the paperwork. I don't give a damn what I signed. Married at first sight, man. Like that? What does she look like? You know, it just wasn't for me. Okay. All right. Yeah. He seemed a little bit okay with it, which made me feel different about him. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. We get it. Uh, Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start the show off with the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? I got uh, an adoption agency. Adoption agency. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Clarence. Uh, yeah, this is he. Clarence, how you doing, man? This is Robert. Robert. Uh, we were trying to get a schedule with you guys. Maybe we can swing through and uh, pick up little Clarence, I guess, around 6 if you guys are available around 6. Okay, what do you mean, picking up little Clarence? Well, we got the um, we got the call that we can come and actually pick up Clarence and 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 take him with us. Have you guys packed his things up yet? Whoa, 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 wait, man! Got the call from who that you can come pick him up? I don't know nothing about this. Well, my name is Robert, Robert, and my wife and I got the call that we could. Do you not know about us um, adopting little Clarence? Oh, what the adopting who? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Are you guys at Are you guys at drive? Uh, yeah, that's that's my address. But uh, what, and, and, what you talking about? You gonna come take my son from me? Yeah, okay, I, but you, you, your son is two years old, right? Yeah, he's two. What they got okay. to do with you coming to pick up my son? And what is this agency's number? Uh, well, the, the agency told us that with well, adoption agency, they've got all our information. We've we've filled out all the paperwork, and you you guys aren't aware that that we're supposed to come there today to pick him up. Hell no! What what adoption agency said this was? How to get my information? I'm not sure. We we've, we've got uh, pictures of Clarence and oh. and oh, yeah. uh, you know my wife is actually going out and bought balloons and everything and 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 we were gonna come through. They told us any time today, so we felt maybe like around 6 p.m. we'd come get it. Well, no, you ain't coming here to pick up no Clarence. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, okay, wait wait a minute now. Like this 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 I mean this can't be happening. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, oh, you're, 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 you're Clarence Senior, correct? Yes, I am. And you don't know anything about us t- to come over there to pick the baby up? Hell no, I don't know nothing about this. See, what's the name of this place again? Uh, adoption agency. Who gave you my information and how they get my information to come pick up my son? I, I don't know that, sir. All I know is 
is uh, we bought a car seat. We're, we're, you know, my wife has bought balloons. Man, so I don't care. Y'all bought a car seat, balloons, high chair, whatever. You ain't coming to get my son. Okay, sir. I'm, I mean, what, what I'm not going to do is, is, is tell my wife that we're not coming to get Clarence Jr. today. Oh, yeah, y'all, you're going to have to tell her that because you ain't coming here to pick up my son. Sir, from, with the paperwork that I have, Clarence is actually my son now. Man, f- you and your paperwork. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. Sir, Clarence Jr. is mine, and I'm actually going to change his name to Robert. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, like, I, like hell you are. Come on over here if you want to. Come on over here. I'm waiting for you. I'm standing in the driveway right now. Okay, well, wait a minute. Now, the, the adoption agency tells us that you guys are not doing well finance, uh, financially. Are you working? No, I ain't working. What the f- got to do with anything? I ain't gonna get rid of my son just because I ain't working. Okay, but 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 uh, so in other words, you're not you're not able to to provide for him, from what I understand. Man, my son ain't miss no meal. He got clothes on his back. He got a roof over his head. Man, I'm not. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. I don't care what I got to do, man. I go out cut grasses. I make money on the side washing cars and everything. Okay, I'm okay, but come here and get my son. But don't you think he deserves a better home? I don't know what the what the screw up is. I don't know, but I'm trying to at least rationalize with you man. so you can understand why me and man, my wife. Rationalize with you, you ain't coming to get my son. He ain't a good home right now. I love my son. You ain't taking him nowhere. I'm telling you, I'm right here in the driveway. Come on over here. Sir, I don't want to go back and forth, but I am, me and my wife are coming to get Clarence today. Uh, okay, come on. Come on. I'm waiting for you. I'm already told about two, three times. Come on, I'll be waiting right here. I guarantee you. Sir, I don't want any altercations when I get there. I just want Clarence to get in the car, and me and my wife are going to take him to his new home. When you get here, it's going to be one hell of an altercation, so you might want to come to law, whoever's going to come with you. Bring the adoption agency, too, so I can whoop that. If you was to be able to provide for your family, wouldn't nobody be trying to adopt your child? The problem is that you can't take care of your family. Now, me and my wife coming over there, and we coming to get Clarence Jr. Oh, you ain't coming down here to get my child. Man, you get down here, I'm going to you and your wife up. How about that? Wait a minute. Wait, what you going to do? What to my wife? Well, I don't hear women, but I'm going to tell you right now, you and your wife going to come down here. I'm going to help both of you. Anybody come down here try to take my child up out of my house, they're going to get up. I'm coming to get it. I got to do what I got to do. I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't coming down here to get my son. You, your wife, nobody's going to come here and take my son. I'm not going to disappoint my wife. You got my number. I don't know how you got my address. I don't care what agency you got going through or whatever going on. But I'm telling you right now, you come down here, I'm going to all y'all up. I'm not going to disappoint my wife. Now, she think we coming to get this. I don't give a who disappoint whoever you want disappoint. I don't give a about that right now, but you ain't about to take my son up out there. I'm going to come and get him out that house. I done told my wife I was coming to man, get him. Man, I'm telling man, you better tell your wife. You come in this driveway, I'm going to be sitting right here waiting for you, and I'm going to the last one of y'all up. Every last one of y'all. I don't care who you bring. You can bring President Obama, and I'm going to you. You ain't finna do nothing. You ain't finna do. You ain't finna. Trying to take my son out of the house. I'm gonna tell you right now. Everybody getting fucked up. All I'm finna do is let you know this. I'm coming to get Clarence Jr. Well, you, the hell, you ain't got nothing to tell me or let me know. I'm letting you know right now. You better come here with the corner and everybody because I'm about to you up. You gonna leave here with a and you come over here and take my man, son. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You get his clothes what together so he can come and live a better life. He's not living a good life there. You get his clothes. I'm told you about six, seven, eight times. Bring your mother down here, and I'm you and everybody, whoever you bring down here, up. you try to take my. You, you, you know who else I'm bringing with me? Because I'm bringing somebody oh, else. Well, with. You, you better bring an army. Say what? It better be a 
Tommy to come down here and get my son about this house. I'm bringing nephew Tommy with me. You bring who? I'm, I'm, bring, <laughs> I'm bringing nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show with me. <laughs> oh, man. You see? This is Tommy, man. This is nephew Tommy. Man, woo, <laughs> man, I'm about to up everybody out here. Man, come down here taking my show. Your brother woo. named Benjamin got me to get you, dog. Oh, man, see, that's how family gets up. See, next time I see him, it's on. <laughs> Tell me one more thing, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, a friendly reminder to check out our favorite new TV show. You know what it is. You already know. Judge Steve. Judge Steve tonight. (laughs) 8, 7 Central. Yeah, on ABC and Hulu. Uh, Also, Chris Rock's mother, uh, Steve, said when Will Smith slapped her son Chris, he slapped all of us. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh, we'll hear what she has to say a little later. Speaking of Will Smith, we'll tell you why he is in India right now. Plus, in other entertainment news, Diddy will be the host and executive producer of the Billboard Awards now. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Ask the CLO, which stands for Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. Ready? Here we go. Cheyenne in Virginia says, my boyfriend and I moved in together after we broke up and got back together. I had hung out with another guy for a few months and I ghosted him after my boyfriend and I got back together. The guy saw me out and followed me home, hoping to talk to me, but I ran inside. Do I owe this guy an explanation? Not really. Not really. You really don't. You're not married to him. You're not, you know, in love with him. Y'all ain't have nothing. Y'all was just kicking it. You don't know him nothing. Nothing yeah. at all. Why she breaking guy run? Guy who like wants closure? Yeah, she breaking run because she ain't want to deal with it. You know how men do. Yeah. And I, I thought yeah. men don't didn't want you. closure. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 like he, he, he don't want closure. He he want another he want another time with her. He ain't looking for oh, closure. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to know why they broke up and which why she oh, no, 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 no. All he want to know is, hey, what's happening? You Can I holler at you? That's all. He, he don't need no explanation. Oh, okay. No. So, all right. That's all that is. Sounds like uh, she's going to be running away from him for a while. Make, well, but what she needs to do is to get a little bit more decisive in her life and make sure that the guy that she keep going in and out with is more in than out. That's really yeah. the problem. Yeah, her boyfriend. All right, moving on to Miss Jess in uh, Bradenton. Miss Jess writes, I'm in my mid-60s, and I've got a man on the side that I'm in love with, but my husband won't give me a divorce. My husband's girlfriend is disrespectful to me, and I just want out of this mess. Why won't he let me go so I can be happy? <laughs> why, why does he have to let you what? go? Why don't you take that information down to a lawyer? And file some paperwork. It ain't no let you go. And then he got X amount of time to to uh, respond. And if he don't respond, y'all gonna get a court date. Yeah. And if he don't come to court, you gonna get declared a divorce. You ain't got to do this. What was, what y'all be talking about? And quit writing in here about stuff that didn't happen to me. Okay. <laughs> Wait what? <laughs> Wait what? 
It's, it's about you. Well, damn it, that's how I took it. <laughs> Everything is always about coming you, in here with about something. I'm trying to get out. She won't let me out. Get out. <laughs> this is not about you. Calm it all the way down. All I'm the way sorry. down. I'm, I'm sorry. Just, yeah. I'm sorry. Go all ahead, right. Chip. Moving on. Jeez. Oh, Moving on to MJ and Charlotte. MJ says, I'm a single mother of six boys, and they're with me most of the time because their father works in another state. My ex-husband invited me to come see him for the um, for the weekend, and his parents will babysit. He says he wants us to catch up, and he wants me to relax. Is that all he wants, or does he want sex, too? Hmm. You got six boys. What you think he wants? You didn't make them. You didn't make them six boys just cause y'all got together six times. He wants you to come and relax. Relax. You can relax if he come get them damn boys. Right. If you want me to relax, come pick up these damn boys. <laughs> well, but his now, parents he, are, going to, are going to babysit you now. Right now, and he wants you to come over there, and and you know what's gonna happen? What? What, mm-hmm. what always happen? What usually happens? What, seven boys? What's going to happen? That's what's going to happen. <laughs> he might want a little girl. I don't know. <laughs> but he is trying to get you over there without them boys so they can quit blocking. Right. Now, the thing of it is, you're hoping in the back of her mind that he yeah. wants her back. Yeah. And they can boy. pull this thing together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Does, is that all he wants for me to relax? Hell no. Uh-huh. Y'all gonna be relaxing after you done wore yourself out. <laughs> six, yes. a single mother of six boys. I go down. Off. Something. Yeah. He invited her to come see him for the weekend. Oh, yeah. They oh, got yeah. a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wants it all. All right. Uh, last one, Steve. Vicki and Beverly says, I'm an educator and I'm active in my church, so I don't have time to hang out and meet men. All of the guys I date are either at my job or at my church, and it's usually just for sex. If I want to date one of them, is it too forward to tell them straight up? Wait, wait what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Vicky. <laughs> See, this, this is one of them letters. Yeah. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't have time to date because I'm real active on my job and my church. So uh-huh. the only men I date go out with are on my job or at my church, and it's usually just for sex. Just for sex. Mm-hmm. Would I be too forward to tell them I want to date? Wait a minute, man. How, how much more forward can you be than having sex? I yeah, think you pretty much you pretty much, uh, you pretty much put the whipped cream on top of the ice cream. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because after that, it ain't no more forward. How much more forward you want? Yeah. yeah. You're you forward enough to have sex with these men, but you ain't forward enough to say, I want to be dated? I don't understand. Well, enlighten her because, you know, I'm sure she's not the well, only woman she that's needs, ever been you, in this position. Yeah. But she needs some standards. Mm-hmm. Let's just start there. I think, Miss Vicky, you need some standards. You, you need to have an idea of who you are and what's best for you. And not just at that particular time, but you need to give some type of forethought 
to the long run. You can't date the men at your job and in your church just for sex and then they're going to decide one of them you want to ask them to date you. After we done just had sex, now you want to be romanced? You want to be courted? That's not how this works. No, you just... She said what, Shelly? No, I'm saying she said she doesn't have time to hang out and meet them, meet men. But people make time for what's important to them. Yeah. They just well, do. Sex take time. I know that. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> She's having <laughs> sex with these people. <laughs> what, you Russian? <laughs> Ooh, look at here. Oh, good. We got to go ahead. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. We ain't got time to get in a hotel room. Come on. What you doing? Let's get that. <laughs> no, I don't want to meet your yeah. mama. Let's go. Come out. <laughs> you need to reverse it. <laughs> oh, my God. Miss Vicky. Yes. All right. Thank you, CLO. Uh, <laughs> coming up next at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you check out Judge Steve tonight at 8, 7 Central on ABC and Hulu. Steve Harvey's court is now in session. The judge is in the building for a two-hour season finale tonight, Steve. What? (laughs) What? What? Who? <laughs> you, man, you. I know you did not just say a double run. I said it. I said In it. prime time. Finale. Yes, yes. Look On at God. a major network. You just didn't yes. say that to me, did you? I said tonight at 8, 7 Central on like ABC and Hulu is what I said. Glory! <laughs> Boy. You better praise him. Boy, you don't understand. And why are you praising the, him so much? That's God, a big deal, I huh? serve. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. 
I ain't ever in my TV career had a double run in primetime television of what? of a show that's not syndicated. I got a lot of double runs going on all over the country for Family Feud, okay. but that's a syndicated show. This is primetime mm-hmm. network show. Mm-hmm. You get a double run, it's because they like them numbers and they okay. want to see what they do. We're going to leave it on twice and we're going to garner them viewers. That ain't nothing but a gift from the Lord Almighty. Thank you. You better <laughs> praise him. Right. Two hour Ow! season finale of Judge Steve tonight, 8 7 Central on ABC and on Hulu. All right, Steve, congratulations. <laughs> We're so happy. We're so happy for you. Sure we are. <laughs> you show us the way for sure. All right, in other entertainment news, um, while you pray, while you yet praise him, Steve, Chris Rock's mom is uh, finally speaking out about the slap, the infamous slap, I should say, that was laid upon her son at the hands of Will Smith at the Academy Awards last month. Uh, while chatting with uh, South Carolina news station WIS-TV, Earlier this week, Miss Rose Rock, I love her name, Miss Rose Rock recalled her initial reaction after seeing Will strike Chris, noting that at first she, like many others, thought it was a joke. But then after Will started using obscenities, she knew in her heart that something was wrong. Take a listen. Well, I told someone when, when Will slapped Chris, he slapped all of us, but he really slapped me. But so many things could have happened from that. Chris could have stepped back and fallen. Yeah. Um, you really could have gotten taken out in handcuffs. Mm. You know, so what was, you, you didn't think. You reacted to your wife's um, giving you the side eye. Yeah. And you went up and you made her day because she was bold over laughing when it happened. Mm. Wow. See, so I don't think this is over. And the right reason now. I don't think this is over. Mm-hmm. It's because when your mom makes a comment, and she's 100% correct, Miss Rose Rock is 100% correct. But let me tell you something. When she said she slapped all of us, she re- he really slapped me. This ain't over. Mm-hmm. This, this ain't yeah. over. Yeah. This ain't over. Wow. And I'm, I almost just my say this, and it shouldn't be. Oh, no, dog. I got my mama feeling like she slapped. No, this ain't yeah. over, partner. Mm-hmm. This ain't over. Well, we haven't seen Will Smith for a while, and that's because he is in India seeking solace and reflection at a spiritual retreat, okay? Will was spotted in casual attire, and he smiled and waved at cameras after landing in India. It's the first time uh, he's been seen since the Oscar slap. Uh, Will was greeted by fans and graciously took a number of selfies. Will is reportedly in India to meet a spiritual leader there, uh, Sadhguru, who Smith and his family met with back in 2020 in Los Angeles. So that's Mm -hmm. where Will is. That's what he's doing in India. What? Yeah. What, mm. Junior? Nah, he trying to play crazy. See, nah, nah, nah. You, you, you trying to play crazy? You trying to avoid his yeah. ass? You trying to, you trying to buy out gracefully? You trying to put yeah. your hands together? Uh, uh-uh, nah, nah, mistake. Yeah. Nah, you're not buying bad. it, Junior. Nah, you're not nah, buying nah, it. Nah, mistake. Nothing. I, I know. I know you trying to play crazy. Spiritual guru. Uh uh-uh. uh. Where God at? That's who you need to be talking to. Because the whole Rock family looking for your ass. They slapping Smiths everywhere. Tony Smith, Greg Smith, William Smith. Anybody last day Smith getting their ass knocked out. I swear to God. 
<laughs> Junior, let me tell you something. He could have yeah. saved all that money, all that flying over there, and yeah. he could have flew right into Dallas to the Potter's house and yeah. saw Bishop Jake. You yeah. ain't got to go over there talking to these people right here. Old Dolly Lama. Yeah. Lama got dollies. All this here. All up in a Tibet mountain, got on a little orange robe, got a little, yeah. got some incense. We all gonna come back with incense and Burn selling it. sandals, orange robe. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. we still gonna know it's nah. you, though. You won't know it's you. Yeah. Uh -uh. Nah. Wow. Come back, hum, yeah. hum my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Hum, hey, hey, hey. Hey, right. Will, when well, I see you, yeah. he's doing something. I ain't knocking that. I don't know the people he over there visiting. I ain't talking about them. Right, uh, right. Well, try to go get in no cave now, though. Yeah. <laughs> and this, and this is not the first time we've seen him since the infamous slap. I want to point yeah. that out too, because his right. ass was at oh, the party with the Oscar. Yeah, right after the slap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big Willie style, yeah. I'll tell you right now, though, they'll still be looking for that Oscar. <laughs> hey, that we clear. got it. <laughs> when you said it the first 10,000 times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where the Oscar that Will ain't saying? <laughs> but he still right. up the whole flight. I thought he was going to turn it back in. I actually did. Coming up oh, in 20 no, minutes, we're moving that. on. 20 minutes after the hour. <laughs> did you all see Mary J. Blige yell at Kyrie Irving at the Nets game? Hmm. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, still trending, guys, in sports entertainment news. Did you all see Mary J. Blige sitting courtside at the Brooklyn Nets versus uh, Boston Celtics game? Well, anyway, people are talking because Mary yelled at Kyrie Irving. She yelled at him, step it up. And uh, social media went crazy. One of the comments was Mary J. Blige was yelling at Kyrie like she's talking to Kane on power. Uh, also, uh, at the same game, Nets player Ben Simmons, who was not playing due to a toe injury, uh, did you see Ben's colorful trending outfit? Ben was rocking a pair of orange pants, orange glasses, and purple varsity jacket. One person tweeted, Ben Simmons' teammates out here trying to survive the playoffs. Meanwhile, he is sitting on the bench with an injured toe looking like a pack of Skittles. So <laughs> they were going in, huh? But wait a minute, though. So, uh, he got a toe now? I thought it was his back. Back, yeah. I thought his back was out. Well, this story says injured toe. Dog, he ain't played all year. Dog, he ain't played since last year. Mm. Last hey, man. Year. I know. I don't know, man. These cats, man, they cut different, man, now. Yeah. He ain't played all year. You know, if he got a back injury, I understand. But, you know, they didn't want to bring him in this, in that series with all. Uh, with that. I, I don't know when they're going to bring him back. The kids, well, he's fragile to me. Well, let's get back to Mary J. Blige, because I do have a question for you concerning Mar what Mary J. Blige did. Now, do you think it's okay that with the situation with Mary J. Blige and Kyrie? So can celebrities be fans? I know celebrities are fans yeah. of uh, of sports. So can they yell at the players, too, like the Absolutely. fans? Absolutely. She didn't do nothing wrong. Wasn't disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Step it up. No, they, mm -hmm. That's cheering. Like, come mm -hmm. on. Now, that's another way to say it. Uh huh. You know, my stepping up is a little bit different. Like, uh oh, I'm afraid to ask. A lot more ask. syllables. There ain't but two words, but it's a lot more syllables. <laughs> what the blank we do? 
<laughs> Step it up. Come on, Blankety Step Blank. Blank up. <laughs> you ain't played half the year. <laughs> Man. I feel y'all. Yeah, this so, is sad. So. The Nets is down 3 0. I, I saw Mary J at the game. She looked nice, man. She was having she a good time. She always looks beautiful, yeah. You know, so she, celebrities she, you know, can get into it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell, Spike mm-hmm. be into it. Drake be yeah, into he it. Does. Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson was into it. Celebrities uh-huh. go to games all the time. Mary J. Blige, she she a New York girl. She pulling for him. Yeah. Step it up. <laughs> but yours would just be a little different, huh? Oh, well, mine had violence in it. Way more colorful. Step it up. I don't give a damn how you step it. Uh-huh. Yeah, shows out at my nephew game. It don't matter what game it is. I'm watching. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Like, when you going to get off the bench? Me and him both on the bench. When did you go play? I just flew all the way down here. I got a hotel to see this. <laughs> you came from Atlanta. <laughs> they don't even right. wash his uniform. They just hang it back up. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to check Steve's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave a voice message for Steve, if you want to do that, all you have to do is call him, 877-29-STEVE is the number. So, Steve, remember last week when you guys were asking the audience to call in to say if Tommy was good-looking or not? Remember we did that last week? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. All right, we're going to the phones. Caller named uh, Megan left a message about Tommy. Hey, this is Malcolm Cook. I think Tommy's very fine. He got a nice skin complexion, and he's very tall, bark, all and handsome. Hey, Tommy. Oh, my goodness. Well, I hope you like it, because it sounds like a man. <laughs> tall, dark, and handsome. Hey, whoa. Oh, whoa. <laughs> that was hey, tall, dark, and handsome. Hey, Tommy, you got a nice yeah. complexion on you. <laughs> but tall, she said dark, tall, and handsome to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Tommy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Sabrina in Tampa Bay. <laughs> hey, Tommy, this is Sabrina from Tampa, Florida. I think you're fine in here. Ciao. I didn't hear what she said. The beeping in the back. She said she yeah. thinks he's fine and handsome. She was saying the bus was back. Don't worry about the bus. Don't worry about the bus. Yeah. You heard all right, please two keep two, them coming. Uh, Beverly from Jersey uh, has something to say about Tommy. Hi, Steve. My name is Beverly. I'm calling from New Jersey. I'm calling in regards to is Tommy fine? I think Tommy is fine as hell. I think he dressed nice. He probably smelled good. And I just want to say that I love you, Steve. I love your show. I love your words. I love everything about you. I love your beautiful wife. May God continue to bless you. And yes, Tommy is fine as hell. Love you, Steve. Bye. Wow, she put some extra on that one, didn't she? Let's just get some calls from somebody (laughs) don't go to church. Any more? All right, this one's from, uh, okay, no more more about Tommy, but this one's from Kathy. Um, Man, I want to see more. Go ahead. Hey, Steve, this is Kathy Lewis. Hey, I was just thinking, if we all wear masks and it saves lives, doesn't that mean that we're all superheroes? I was just thinking, they're just looking at this in a, in a wrong way. Uh, so, yeah, 
Okay, bye. The question was, how does Tommy look? I didn't call. I didn't say call in here and <laughs> no, give you your impression of Tommy. <laughs> I didn't ask you to call in here and impersonate Tommy. Don't come in here with these little dumbass remarks like Tommy be making. Uh, I just have a question. If, if wearing masks saves lives, that was a, that was and you like wear <laughs> masks, Ain't we all superheroes? The question was, is Tommy cute? That's what we asked for. Not can you do Tommy? What's your impersonation of Tommy? We asked you, was Tommy cute? Now, three people think he's cute. We got nine million listeners. Them ain't good assholes. Now, to me, that's how I'm taking the phone We off to a good start, though. All we got with three phone calls say you're cute. Nine million people listening. All right. This last caller is um, Zeke from New York. He's a taxi driver. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Steve. Good morning. My name is Zeke. I'm calling you from Manhattan, New York. I uh, I drive for uh, disabled people in New York. I listen to your program every day, my friend. You do wonderful work, man. Now tell Tommy to stop with the prank, you man. Hey, Steve, if you're in New York, hey, give, hit me up, man. Maybe I can take you out and uh, um, uh, get some... Um, some doubles. Have you ever had doubles, Steve? Yeah, man. It's a wonderful dish from Trinidad. I'm from Trinidad originally, but I live in New York. Steve. I drive over here. I'm a, I'm a taxi driver in the city, bro. Give me a holler if you're in the city. Maybe we can do something, all right? Stay safe, brother. Good work again. And thank you very much for the last every day, bro. Hey, Take it easy, brother. Zeke, I appreciate the calls and everything, man. Love the invitation. But I bet you won't catch my black ass in the cab. Thank you for calling, Zeke. <laughs> Everything about you. I loved everything about you, but I'm not riding in your damn cab. You see me in the cab in New York, a couple things. I was Zeke, man. But you know what? I do have to ride cabs. All right, when coming I'm in up New next, York, Fine Tommy is here with today's. Hey, it was unanimous. Prank phone call coming up yeah. next, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after. Uh, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is, he doesn't make me feel safe. Uh, we'll get into that, see what that's all about in just a few. But right now, the nephew is here, or should I say the fine nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What, what? Say it, Shirley. What say you got, it, Shirley. Man? What you got? Fine. It's, it, Sexy. it's unanimous. What, what? Okay, I'm, yeah, it's unanimous. All mm-hmm. nine million said it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I well, didn't actually, three right, people right. out of nine million, but you know, three out of nine million. I'll take them three. I'll that's take that's them not three. bad odds. Let's go. Huh? We got. Uh, oh, this that's is worse odds. That's horrible. Not bad at all. This is fight night. <laughs> fight night. Shut up, Junior. This is fight night. Let's go. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to speak to Troy. Yeah, yes, me. Hey, Troy, how you doing, man? It's Kirby, man. Uh, I live uh, a couple streets over from you. What, what's happening with you, brother? Uh, Kirby. Uh, uh, Kenny, uh, Ken- Kenny gave me, you got Ken- you know Kenny on your street, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Kenny. Yeah, yeah, Kenny gave me your number, man. I wanted to reach out. I'm inviting a lot of people uh, in the neighborhood, man, to, you know, uh, Mayweather fight. So I'm inviting a lot of people over to the fight party over here at my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was wondering why I was going to watch it on fight too, man. That don't sound like a bad idea, man. Okay, okay, well, listen, man, come on through. Uh, Everybody going to be getting here like around 7, 7.30. And, uh, yeah. man, we got food, we got liquor, margarita machine. My boy, he's going to be on the grill with the burgers and the, and the hot dogs, man. And one of my other partners going to be smoking some wings, man. 
So we we good, man. So I'm I'm just inviting a bunch of people in the neighborhood to come through. Cool. You need me to bring something through, man? Some wine, anything? What? Uh, look here. Now that you uh, now that you mention it, man, we 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 missing a little something. Uh, hey, let me let me ask you this here, uh, Troy. You um you got cable at your house? Yeah, yeah, I got cable. Okay, listen. Here, here what we need, man. I I got about four thousand feet of cable cord, and what I want to do is come over there and hook up this cable cord to your house and run it two streets over to my house so we can watch the fight in the backyard. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, man. I know you. Hold up, man. <laughs> I know. Hold on. I know you didn't just say. Now say that again. You want to get that folks See, 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 see. We got, while. like I say, we got the food, the liquor, all of that, man. You know, a lot of people coming over. But see, the problem is I ain't got cable here at the house. Well, how is you going to have a fight party and you ain't got no cable? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you asked me what could you help out with, so that's what I'm asking you. I, I used to work for the cable company. I know how to hook it up at your house. I know how to bypass pay-per-view. Hey, We're going to hey, run it two streets over. I got a real durable cable card. I got a big TV I'm going to put out in the backyard. You call me and invite me to a fight party. Y'all ain't got no 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 cable. Now you want me to do something illegal and run 4,000 feet of cable wire two streets over to my backyard over the fence. I'm out here with these white folks. I'm already having a problem with my mortgage already. Now, now, you want me to do something illegal or get me put out? Okay, I, I understand that, dog. But listen, what I'm saying is, dog, we just talking about for a few hours. We ain't open. We ain't, it ain't like we've been doing it for a couple of days or nothing. I, I, I don't know how you, you can even call it. Call up a cat, man, and invite him out to a fight party, and you ain't got no cable. Okay, but I invited you to the, You finna get liquor and food and stuff, man. You finna have a good time. Do yeah, your I, part. Let, let me let me get a little bit of your cable for a couple hours so everybody can watch the fight. So you want to have a fight party at my house? Man, I don't know you like that. You know, I'm not saying we having it at your house. I'm on We having it at my house. We just using your cable. Man, I can't have no cable. I don't do nothing illegal, man. So I'm not having no police in front of my house, man. I got I got a family now. I'm a family man. I, got, I get up every morning and go to work. I work hard. I'm not going to have I, no And I no got that, man. I'm just telling house. you for a few hours, man, so we can everybody see the Mayweather fight, man. Man, you saying Kirby and Kenny, man, I don't, know, I don't really know y'all people like that, man. I don't know Kenny well. I just know because it keep a nice yard, man. I don't know y'all. I can't be having no laws and all this. My children running while this cable coming from my house. Like, I can't have that, man. Y'all might here with these white folks. These white folks is not having it, man. I understand all that, man, but I didn't invite all these people. I can't disappoint these people. I got to have the fight on at the house. I understand your situation, my brother. I want to be at your house watching the fight, too. But I can't, ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to have no 4,000 foot of cable running from my house. I can't see that one happen. I'm, I'm out here in the suburb now with a family now. I can't do them type of things, man. I, can't, I don't want no police. I don't want the cable. Hey, man, you're you the only one in the suburb. I'm out here, too. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm not going to disappoint these people. Now, I want to have your approval, but I'm coming to hook this cable up. You coming well to hook up a cable? I'm coming to your house to hook this cable and run it two streets over. Oh, so if I say you can't hook it up, you're going to come and hook up anyway. That's what you're telling me? I'm telling you I can't disappoint these people. I'm coming to hook this cable up, man, whether you like it or not. Oh, now, if you put it in front of my power four thousand for the cable, it's going to be a guy. Right. Hey, man, I can't disappoint these people. Now, I'm just trying to get you to show some love for four hours. You don't disappoint them. You don't have a show for them. If you come over to my house, you bring them people you got over there with you so they can see a fight. Hey, man, what, 
what are you, what are you saying? You, you're trying to tell me you ain't going to let me hook the cable up when I get over there? I stand up on it. And I be waiting out there with no shirt and a shot. And you ain't going to land 15 rounds with me. Hey, man, I'm not finna sit here. Can it me you was cool? I told to an extent, but you're not finna get me to break no law in front of my children out here, man. I'm 39 years old. I don't play them games, man. When I was younger, you may want to kind of coerce me with a lot of money. But, hey, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that route this time, brother. I'm not having all that activity going on in my house. I'm coming over there, and I'm hooking up this Table. Well, you come on here, you tell me. I got something for you, Tuffy. You come on. I'm going to sit in front of my house right now. Tell Kenny to come 22, Mr. Cameron. I got something for all y'all. All I'm telling you is I'm coming over there to hook my table up so these people can watch fight. Hey, well, line it up then. Yeah, you going to come take some care from my house. Line it up. I'm going to have my wife take my hands up right now. It's going to be a fight. I got one more thing I need to say to you, though. Is you listening? I don't care what you say. You come in front of my house. You better bring some help with you because you ain't going to leave here. You come in front of my house with some cable car. I don't give a who you is. And I'm going to whoop Kenneth. And whenever I see him, I'm whooping him on sight. I don't care if my children in the car and his children in the car. And I'm going to whoop you. If you come around here with that nose this time, I'm going to some cable in my eye. I'm going to put some on you right here, man. If you come around my eyes right now with that I said I got one more thing to say to you. Are you listening? What you got to say is you listening to me. I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Who is? <laughs> Who you say this is? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I know you ain't called my phone, man. My blood pressure high as hell. You got me ready to squabble, man. I got bad cholesterol, man. Now you got to raise my cholesterol level and everything, man. You got me ready to whoop somebody out here. <laughs> Alright, man, I gotta ask you this right here, Troy. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all crazy. <laughs> hey Tommy. Come on, baby. Hey Tommy. <laughs> that one right uh, there, man, <laughs> is really one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. First of all, the <laughs> ignorance to yeah. say, Oh, I'm glad you asked me that, dog. Look. I got 4,000 feet of cable. Yeah. I'm going to run it two streets over. <laughs> say, hey, man, hold on, hold on, man. What did you say? Yeah. He said, <laughs> D, 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 D oh, wow. my favorite lines in the whole thing. Okay, come on. What did you say? Uh-huh. Dog, you can't run 4,000 feet of cable from my house two streets over. I'm out here with these white folks. <laughs> That's my line. They ain't having it. Hold up, I got two more lines. Okay, if come you come on. over here, I'm gonna be in the front with my shirt off. <laughs> my next favorite line was, I'm finna go in here and have my wife tape up my hands. This dude me. is finna be busy. Yeah. Come on, Tuffy. I'm like, come on, Tuffy. Oh, my God. Come on, Tuffy. Oh, oh, my other line. I I promise you, you can't Uh go 15 rounds with me. (laughs) That boy done threw some hands before. (laughs) I'm Mm going to have my wife tape up my hands. I said, okay, this dude right here busy. A few years ago, you could have coerced me a few years ago with a little money. You could have got me. I got a family now, man. I'm 39 yeah. years old, man. I can't have it law in front of my house, in front of my kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, coming up next, thank you, nephew. Strawberry letter for today. The subject is, he doesn't make me feel safe. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live. (laughs) Pop, pop. On the air, just like we're going to do this one right here, right now. And it could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Tommy, with your fine self. All right, subject. He doesn't make me feel safe. (laughs) Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 29-year-old woman, and my fiancé is 30. We met at a house party four years ago, and we got engaged a few weeks ago. We started out as friends for a while because of his height. He is shorter than the men I used to date. Uh, I love his personality, and that's what got me hooked on him. Whenever we are together, everyone always says we're such a cute couple. It's because we're short. I'm 5'3", and he is 5'6", but he loves to say he is a lot taller. He works out a lot, so he's got muscles everywhere, but he's not an alpha male, and I don't feel protected when we are out, and here's why. We got engaged and then went to Paradise Island to celebrate. Our getaway was going great until the second day when I was sitting by the pool and a man came over and tried to talk to me. I let him know that I was newly engaged and my fiancé went to get me a drink. He said that was cool, but he was going to sit by me anyway. When my fiancé came back, they shook hands and my fiancé asked him if he needed anything. The guy said he was just sitting there trying to get to know me better, but I told him I engaged. My fiancé laughed it off and leaned back in his chair. Then the guy said he could still take me, but he was there to relax, not to steal anyone's girl. I looked at my fiancé so crazy, and he was lying back, drinking his girly frozen drink, and I could not believe he didn't say a word. He didn't ask the guy to move or ask me to move with him to a different area. I sat there stressed out because he didn't protect me. Am I overreacting or is this a major sign that I'm marrying a wimp? Why didn't he say anything? Well, um, you're not engaged to Will Smith. That's for sure. Will Smith is not your man um, because he didn't do anything. Uh, And uh, Will Smith did. 
But I'm going to take a a little different approach to this letter. Um, I agree with you. Women do like to feel protected when we're out. We absolutely do. We like to feel that security um, when we're with our men. But um, it, it sounds like your man was saying to the guy, if you think you can get her, go ahead and shoot your best shot. Your fiance um, had probably already sized him up when the guy hit on you at the pool. He was at the bar, remember, getting drinks. He probably saw everything go down, and that's why he wasn't worried. I think your man sounded confident and not worried about this man at all, this other man. He probably thought he could take him if something jumped off. If he had to throw the hands, he probably would. And, and I think that's why he laughed and just leaned back in his chair and sipped his cocktail. Uh I don't think he's going to the gym every day and working out for nothing. You said he has muscles everywhere. I I suppose he could have told the guy to keep it moving, to leave you alone, to get up, you know, all of that. He could have cussed him out. He could have punched him in the face. But he decided to play it cool and not start anything while you guys were on vacay. He could have done more. He could have said more. But I think he took the high road. Uh out of the country. I think that's what he did. If you're concerned about his method, I think you need to talk to him and let him know how you feel, that you don't feel protected, you don't feel safe. And, um, you know, I don't want you to go into this marriage if you feel this way. You need some reassurance from this guy. You want to feel secure. Steve? I don't even Go know. ahead. I would be misled and just rubbing my thighs. You know I know, how you be rubbing I know, your thighs on top of you. I, 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 I couldn't even. What? I already know what you're gonna do. Cause I kept waiting. I kept waiting for him to. Yeah. And what? Twenty-nine year old woman, fiance thirty, met at a house party four years ago. Got engaged a few weeks ago. Started out as friends cause you know of his height. He's shorter than the men, you know, I, I'm, I I used to date. I love this personality, and, and we hooked up on him. Now, whenever we're together, people always say we're such a cute couple. It's because we short. I'm 5'3", <laughs> and he's 5'6", but he love to say he's a lot taller. Ah, this is so familiar. I, I, I just, what? I just it's so familiar. This is so familiar. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but I I know men who say they're a lot taller than they are all the time. But, mm-hmm. And y'all are a cute couple because you 5'3 and he 5'6. But he say he a lot taller all the time. Right. They do that. He works out a lot. Oh, this is so mm. familiar. He works out a lot, always what running. What just be help the lady help the lady i am okay Okay. i'm sorry you know how you get caught up steve and and he's got muscles everywhere but he's not an alpha male now that's the only reason this ain't about tommy because tommy is an alpha male crazy he wanna be he ain't got a lot of muscles everywhere but he do have muscles but Ooh, everything Tommy. else, whoo, close. This is not about Tommy. <laughs> do we, um, now, where is Paradise Island? Why do I know that? Is that the Bahamas? Bahamas. Bahamas. Okay. I get away was going great until the second day, sitting by the pool, a man came over, 
and tried to talk. All right, hold that thought, Steve. This is where the letter gonna go crazy. Okay, hold that thought. Shirley totally (laughs) disagree. We disagree on this one. I knew we would. All right, listen. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, Today's strawberry letter subject: He doesn't make me feel safe. He doesn't make me feel safe. We'll get back into it. Get Steve's response, part two, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is, he doesn't make me feel safe. And I think we have a problem here. I've heard Shirley's response, and that's fine. But let me explain something to you. Now, y'all are a little cute-ass couple and everything. People call y'all cute because you're short. You 5'3", he 5'6". You know, and people think y'all cute. Now, he always telling people he a lot taller. I don't know how you're going to keep telling me you're tall and you ain't. I've been dealing with that for years. So you can stop telling me you're tall because to me, you ain't. So, but let's get off of that. Because you're tall. And, and I know it. And I've been around basketball players and looking up going, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I thought I was uh, tall. Yeah, this 6'2 ain't nothing right here. They throwing all my shots out in the hallway. <laughs> but he's not an alpha male. And I don't feel protected when we out, and here's why. We got engaged. We went to Paradise Island to celebrate. Our getaway was going great until the second day. I'm sitting by the pool, and a man came over and tried to talk to me. I let him know I was newly engaged, and my fiance went to give me a drink. He said it was cool, but he was going to sit by me anyway. When my fiancé came back, they shook hands, and my fiancé asked him if he needed something. The guy said he was just sitting there trying to get to know me better. But I told him I'm engaged. My fiancé laughed it off and leaned back in his chair. Then the guy said he could still take me. But he was there to relax, not to steal anybody's girl. I looked at my fiance so crazy, and he was lying back drinking his girly frozen drink, and I could not believe he did not say a word. He didn't say to the guy, move, or ask me to move with him to a different area. I sat there stressed out because he didn't protect me. Am I overreacting, or is this a major sign that I'm marrying a wimp? Why didn't he say anything? I don't think you're overreacting at all. And I'm going to tell you, because these are the rules of manhood. This is man engagement. I'm not asking anybody out there to agree with me. I don't give a damn how you feel. This how it go. Because I've had something similar happen to me when I first started dating Marjorie. We were standing at a party. I, mm-hmm. She asked, I said, did you want something to drink? I said, I'm going to go get you champagne. We standing there with about two, three people. I told the guys, I said, hey, man, this is my fiance right here. Uh, this is Marjorie. I introduced her to some guy. I'm going to go get a drink. I go get a drink. Now, what I was doing was marking my territory. What happened in this letter was the guy had been watching her from a distance and him. So when he got up, he swooped in. He had already sized him up. Figured he little man going on out the way. He walked his tall ass over there and sat down and started talking. So this dude, I come back with the drink. He's standing there and I'm walking up. He don't see me coming. And his head is tilted to the side, talking to Marjorie. Now, I know when a man got his head cocked to the side, uh, I know what's happening. So I walked up and poured the drink on him. He went, oh, man, hold up. Damn, you just poured a drink on me. I said, hey, man, didn't I tell you when I went over here who she was? 
Dog, we just talking. No, dog, you ain't just talking. You hitting on her. And I told your ass. He said, man, you just going to pour a drink on me because I'm trying to get it started. <laughs> then you ain't did nothing I can't handle, so that was it. That's how my reaction to it. So now he come back with his drink. The girl then told him, I'm here with my fiance. You newly engaged, and he went to get you a drink. He said, that's cool, but I'm going to sit by you anyway. Then the fiance, shorty, came back. They shook hands, and my fiance asked him, my fiance, do we need something? Because, see, right now, I'm thinking it's finna go down. Hey, man, you need something? No, nah, man, I'm just sitting here. I was trying to get to know your girl better, but I, she told me she was engaged. Bye. And then my fiance laughed it off and leaned back with his, in his chair. The guy said, the, then the guy said, I can still take her, but I'm just here to relax, not to steal nobody's girl. And now we sitting here? Let me tell you something. I done put them little short, strong-ass muscles to work. Now, I'm in the gym to get all these muscles. It's time to test them. That, hey, man, listen to me. Hey, my man, she told you she was engaged, that you still going to sit here. Then I come back, and now you're going to sit here and tell me that you're going to sit here anyway, but you could try, but you ain't here to take nobody's girl. See, first of all, let, let me tell you something. Like Shirley said, he took the high road because they're out of the country. I don't give a damn if we in on Pluto. You don't have to like me. You're not going to disrespect me. And that's the ultimate show of disrespect in the manhood game. So now let me tell you what. We're going to see how much you want to disrespect me because we're going to get to moving some furniture around out here at this pool. Because what you're not going to do is sit over there on the other side of my girl and say, you know, I could take you anyway, but I ain't really here to take nobody's girl. Partner, you asking for this ass whooping, and I got to issue it. No, I don't have a choice, because you can't disrespect me. And that's ultimate disrespect. And yeah, you're marrying a wimp. You need to slow this thing down, because he ain't going to protect you now, and he ain't going to protect you later, because he ain't an alpha male. Why would you marry a man that ain't an alpha male? What kind of male is he? beta thank you steve post your comments on today's strawberry letter at steve rv fm on instagram and facebook and check out the strawberry letter podcast on demand too coming up at 46 minutes after the hour you know what time it is time for junior and sports talk right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show it is time for junior and sports talk what you got junior thank you shirley uh just let everybody know june 4th is the fourth annual Here's Hope Fun Run and Walk for Sickle Cell happening in Dallas at the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge. Go to Kirishope.org and register. Listen, we need volunteers this year. We need we need some men out there this year, man, to help move some of this equipment around. So I, I, I got I got to work on that. I'm gonna talk to the team, see how we are gonna get that done. But we are gonna have that out there. All right, Unc. Listen, man, I don't know if you missed it over the weekend, Unc. I know you probably working, but Tyson Fury knocked out Dylan White in the sixth round. Uh, I'm telling you right now, we need a black God. heavyweight back. I'm telling you right now. I, something was wrong about this fight because it, it happened at 2 in the afternoon. You probably couldn't catch it because the fight was at 2 in the afternoon. And I was really? like, well, maybe the champ got to go to bed or something because the fight's starting at 2 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> I, I, I ain't know when it was, but it happened overseas. over in. It was overseas. <laughs> I didn't know that the fight was overseas at Wembley Stadium. Yeah. If I tell you I've never seen this many white men in a ring, everybody was from Great Britain boxing. Had probably two blacks on the undercard. It was six fights, two blacks. 
And that's including the one that was fighting Tyson Fury. We need rappers to walk these champs back down the ring. I understand why Lil Wayne now. I see why. Because Sweet Caroline is not an aggressive song. They coming after Sweet Caroline, Neil Diamond. They singing this. This is not aggressive. <laughs> this is not aggressive at all. I swear to God. I can't even get mad. There was so much hugging going on out in the audience. <laughs> That's they coming out to the ring with. Man, at least give me Eye of the Tiger. That's a, that's, that. a, that's a big stadium, though, June. That's 90 yeah. 96,000. It was 94,000. It was at Wembley, dog. Sold out. 94,000. <laughs> you know how we used to say Bill that's Clinton was our first other black president? Black president. Uh huh. Yeah. Tyson Fury, black dog. The Gypsy <laughs> King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he be wearing Versace shirts and be drinking. He be dressing. He dressed like he hood. I really did think he, he can't bad. talk good. He got bad grammar. Nah, he talk nah, trash. Uh, he did come out to Biggie. Dog, he dog. came out to Biggie. He did walk the ring with hey, Biggie. Dog, Juicy. Hey, do, hey, dog. That boy got hands, man. Head movement, tall. He cold. Uh, and, and, and dog, can't nobody whoop him. Mm. No, man. I'm talking about he, he set him up with a right and a straight uppercut, man. The boy was lights out. It was over after that. Yeah. <laughs> it was lights out. I'm talking about when you, you got... You ain't even never heard of this other dude. <laughs> we didn't even know him. How much money he made, Junior, to do that? I, I had no idea, but I tell you one thing, though. It ain't enough to get the, It ain't enough money to get that ass whooping he just took, though. <laughs> I bet you just took it. Hey, Junior. Hey, Junior. Uh, I, ju- I, bet, I bet you just took that ass whooping <laughs> Oh, Man, but it was a good fight, though. It was, man. All Same right, my <laughs> Thank you. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, sometimes, guys, honesty isn't the best policy. You already know that, of course. Uh, we'll talk about it, though, right after we this. We know that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You guys already know, but sometimes honesty isn't the best policy. Here's a situation or question that we found on Facebook, and this one is from Jerry. Jerry says, when my wife comes home from getting her hair done and colored, it doesn't look great. But I always tell her it does. Always. Okay? 
any married man should know this. No matter what, tell her she looks beautiful. So mm. when do you feel like honesty isn't the best policy? <laughs> All the time? <laughs> I'm not All the time. that way. What? I've, I've been yeah. under. How this look on me? Yeah. Just, just lie, man. Just lie. Yeah, yeah. Junior, I've been under oath and lie. Like <laughs> What'd you say? Because up? I've been under oath and <laughs> lie. In the court? Yeah. I've had to. What? I was going to lose. Perjured yourself? Perjured. I was trying yes. to save myself. <laughs> From what? I already know if I tell the truth what's going to happen. Uh-huh. So why not try this lie? You put your yeah. hand on the Bible and still lie? That's not a real Bible, Shirley. <laughs> and the people that that's in there trying to get real. me is not mm-hmm. religious people. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody in that line, the prosecutor line. Fair game. Everybody in that line. I ain't even put my hand on no Bible and then hold me to that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Have you lied, Shirley, in a relationship? Yeah. When last time you lied to you? When last time you lied to your husband? Uh, it's been a while. That's been a while. You know, I'm not, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really lie, but. When the last do, time you lied to your wife, Tommy? This morning, when she called. What? Yeah. Huh? Perfectly comfortable this with morning. that answer. Yeah, this morning. Now, that was an honest answer from you. Uh, uh, when, when, what about you, Steve? Yeah. Last time you Well, she out of town right now, so. Mm-hmm. I'm so anticipating as soon as, well, I'm, I'm anticipating as soon as she called. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but why so, do you guys lie when the truth will will be, be just fine? I don't get that part. No, no, don't say that. No, it's not the no, truth will no, be just fine. No, the no. truth will be just fine. Yes. No. 90% of the time, the truth is not fine. Okay, what is no. she going to ask you that you have to lie about this All right, morning? I'll tell you what. i tell you what. Ask me something. Let's, let's just practice. Let's go. All right, do, hi, honey. Do several of them. Hi, hey, hi, honey. Is it raining there? About to seem like. Do something with something. Why you asking about the rain? What? Yeah. Cause yeah. see, now I got to. Is it raining now? Cause now what I got to send you yeah. in the mail? No. <laughs> Go ahead, Shirley. Ask me something. Else. Uh, what are you doing today? What are you gonna do today? Like after work? I know you have to work, but like after working work. all day, baby. I ain't, I'm gonna work all the way till it's time to go to bed. I ain't got no breaks. Yeah. No breaks? Because I was thinking about coming down and maybe we could have lunch together. No, we ain't having lunch today because we got we got cases is backed up for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what did you wear to work today? Did Ellie um did Ellie pick something out for you to wear? No, no, I just put on something myself. Just got on sweatsuit. Well, I saw you posted something, and it had Ellie's name under it. Yeah, it was a picture from last week. <laughs> so, you know, I don't post nothing no damn way, so that picture just from last week. Well, um, have you been on Instagram uh, lately? Instagram. Social media, yeah. Have you been on Instagram lately? When did they? Um, when did they start that? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, right Insta, there. what you say? What did you call it? You don't have Insta, to lie. You know, just that that yeah. just gets she just be going. 
your black ass if you don't right. buy Steve. What are you lying about Instagram for? I don't know. Just practicing. What? Just got to stay strong. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. All right. Listen. Instagram. When did they start when that? When did they start that? We'll have more of the Steve That's Harvey Morning new. Show coming up in 20 minutes after, right after this. I work with a bunch of liars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Uh, before we left for break, we were talking about lying. No, <laughs> when isn't that? it a mm-hmm. good time to lie? But you guys lie regardless. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and I'll tell you why I lie regardless. Why? I, because I don't if you tell a woman the truth, yeah. they're going to expect it all the time. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, huh? And then, surely. Manage her expectations. Yeah, and then what happens was, was when I do tell the truth, Oh, and then she opinion. don't believe me. And I picked those moments where I will tell you the truth, uh-huh. but they're very few. And then when you when you assume that's a lie, then I jump yeah. out and prove that it was the truth, and then I'm good for another year. See, yeah. damn, every time I tell you something, you think I'm lying. Then I tell you the truth. Now look at this right here. Yeah. Damn, baby. Mm. Yeah. Oh, now that allows me, me to lie love for it. another yeah. year. I love see? it. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Huh? You, you see that, Shirley? That's how that works. <laughs> I see it, but, you know, whatever with that, all those well, lies. Okay. Lying you, you keeps don't forget. us together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't you still with your husband after all these years? Yeah. Thank the Lord he been lying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but you're, so then you're saying all men lie. That's what you're huh? saying. I'm saying yeah. what? You're, you're saying all, all men lie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll, we'll try to get the truth out of you when we play a round of Would You Rather right after this. Right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Would You Rather. Would you rather let your boss see your full internet history or would you rather let your spouse see your full internet history? Boss wow. or spouse? Oh, yeah, boss. Yeah. Ooh, come on, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my boss. I let Steve see this all day. Yeah, right he can see this all yeah, day. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Uh-huh. And he Ball. won't fire you. Nah. And he won't fire you. Hell yeah. Nah. I might get a raise out the deal if I do it right. <laughs> 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 you might get a raise. It made me proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boss, all day. All right, would you rather lose a finger? Lose a finger or have a headache every day for the rest of your life. No, I'm going to take this damn finger. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah. No, that headache, I got too much. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to have to but, 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 but take, <laughs> take that ring but finger on the though. right hand. Mm-hmm. You know, the ring okay. finger oh, on the left oh. hand? Just make, give me the ring finger on the right hand because I'm left-handed. Yeah. And that finger, I don't need that finger to button my shirt or nothing, zip up my pants. That <laughs> finger kind of useless. I'm going to need yeah. that thumb, though. I need them though. thumbs, though. Yeah. yeah. You need that thumb. You ain't going to be able to hold a knife without that thumb, without looking like a caveman. <laughs> yeah. All right, would you rather? It's hard to button your shirt with both your index fingers. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of need the thumb. All right. 
pick, picking up french fries gonna look a little crazy like you smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be trapped on a desert island with someone who never speaks, never talks to you, or would you rather be trapped on a desert island with someone who never shuts up? Hey. Mm-hmm. Quiet all the time? No. Okay. No, you're gonna get tired of that. That talking gonna drive you crazy. But I rather have the talk. Yeah, I, I, you rather have the talk. That Junior, silence will kill me. Junior, you want someone who, who I, talks I don't need all the time? Talk to me. I don't, I don't, I, we we talk every morning. I don't, I don't want to talk all the time. Okay, so you want someone who who who's quiet? What about you? You never Steve? shut up. Oh no, I want the person to talk all the time. I know how to cut. I know, I know, I know how to shut people out anyway. How, how? You, know how to what, do that. you can be talking your, your ass off to me, man. I just look right at you and be looking right through the back of your head. <laughs> I know how to. I know how do to. Do you look hear me? I know, I know you know hear me. You looking look right at me and make them think I'm looking at them. But I be <laughs> my man, man. I be looking at something right off to the side of your head. <laughs> Answer you know, me. <laughs> you know, you know, like a bush or something, and you be talking your ass off. <laughs> it ain't major. I don't even know you talking to me. <laughs> All right, that's today's round, guys, of Would You Rather. Now, coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys. Here we are. Our last break of the day on this Tuesday. And uh, it's been a good day. It's been a real good day grateful and don't forget to uh watch judge steve harvey tonight okay <laughs> two hour season finale mr judge steve harvey sir Boy, y'all need to watch this tonight thank yes. y'all for tuning in if you can't watch it on tv please stream it on hulu over hulu. and over and over and over mm-hmm. again just click it walk <laughs> off watch it it's let it run out click it again <laughs> Mm-hmm. 8, 7 Central on ABC and Hulu. Two-hour season finale of Judge Steve. The court is in session. Yeah. Wow, Steve. Very good. Such a blessing. Hey, I want to talk to you all about haters. Oh. Okay. My closing remark today is about haters. Because everybody has experienced it or currently experiencing it. I think we all have them. For those of you who don't have haters, it's simply because you're not doing anything to be hated for. But the moment, the moment you make the decision to improve your position, your life, to improve your space, to improve your family, to improve your education, to improve your job, to improve your money, to improve your lifestyle. The moment you make that decision, you are going to have haters. Everybody has them, and because social media is so big now, you find haters everywhere. It's sad that there are those who spend their day hating. 
One guy told me what, what time. I said, man, why do you waste your time hating? He said, hey, man, that's what I do. I'm a hater. Everybody know I'm a hater. But what does what does that get you? But I tell you what they're hoping the cause and effect is. A hater is hoping that their voice is big enough in your ear or your space to affect it. That's what they actually think. And actually, haters are some really, really small-minded people. Because I got to tell you something, man. I don't even know powerful people that's haters. Because they don't have time. I don't have I don't know any powerful decision making people who are online blogging about somebody else. Most people that I know and affiliate with that are shakers and movers and decision makers, they have to be told what's online. They don't have time for that mess right there. And haters, let me give you some advice for those of you that are suffering from something that a hater has said and done. If it's affecting you, I want you to understand something. Haters don't matter unless you allow them to. Haters don't matter unless you allow them to. Well, see, once you understand something, so you can, you can take the power from a hater by not giving it to them in the first place. But if they think they have the power and you've in the past given the power to a hater, this is how you get it back. I need for you today, I need everybody to look at it like this. Listen to me. Haters do not make decisions in your life. Haters' opinion of you is merely that. It's their opinion. It's not a factual statement. Haters don't know who you really are, what you really think, or what you really feel. They are basing it around what makes them sound the most hateful and they say it in a way to bring about the most hurt to come towards you. Once you once you take that power back, once you just say, hey, you know what? You don't matter to me. You don't, you're not the, the author of my book. You're not the architect of my life. You are not my creator. You will not determine how I uh, swim or sink. You are not the person who's responsible for my comings or goings. After you make that assertion right there, haters no longer have power. Stop giving haters power. They have none. Do you know, man, I don't care what you say about me. You don't know me. If you're sitting in the barbershop talking about me and you hear somebody talking about turn around and ask them, do you know him? I bet they don't. I bet they don't. Stop allowing people to shape your day. I've been stopped doing that. Because I am a child of God and I know this. I know I'm his. I really am. And you can't do nothing to me he don't allow. And the stuff he allows to happen to me is just testing my dreams. Because every dream you have is going to be tested. I said this the other day. So I... I understand that I'm going to be tested. It just ain't fitting to be by you. You're, you're not my tester. You may think you are. But all a hater has done for me is taught, is taught me how to depend on God even more. All haters has done for me has made me stronger. And I thank y'all. 
I thank y'all for the hate you've given me over the years because you've helped mold me into the man that I am to the day. And it's not because your hate worked. It's because God showed me that your hate don't work. My life is totally in God's hands. It has nothing to do with you. I don't care what you say about me because what you say don't matter because you, you, you're nothing. You're just a hater. And I'm, I'm, I'm going on about my business. Please take that attitude and stop letting haters shake your day. Or And, and, and all, they don't do nothing for me. Say what you want to say. Your opinion of me is none of my business, nor should I make it mine. Those are my closing remarks. If you didn't like that one, tune in tomorrow. God willing, we'll have one that you will like. For Last but not Gun least, no don't forget, talk to God. He would love to hear from you. At least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at walt disney world resort right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.